Welcome. Well, it's been a really busy day for me. Welcome to the Urban Village, where the old school village and house party is alive and well. It's late Friday night, about 20 minutes till Saturday, and I want to welcome you. A lot is going on. It just seems like I say that every week and it doesn't get any better. We're a month in to the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. And uh, the Ukrainians are not settling back. Can you imagine? Who would have thought that they could make mincemeat out of the Russian army, the Russian military, I should say, but they have. But nothing substitutes peace, or not just, nothing substitutes not being in war, because when this is all said and done, the country of Ukraine will have to be rebuilt, and there are tens of thousands of lives that will just not bounce back, because those people are gone. So I stay in prayer and meditation and hope that this madness at the hands of Putin ends soon so that we can look at other places in the world where we have similar dictators torturing and battering the country. You know, pick a place, any place in Africa and I can show you the same sort of horror. Pick a place, any place, in Central or South America, and I bet I can show you the same horror. All I'm saying is, let's look at the horrific and catastrophic treatment of people around the world the same. So this week, Biden's going to let in 100,000 Ukrainians. Don't have a problem with it. But why is he kicking out the Haitians? Has anyone taken a look at Haiti lately? Hmm, just saying. Just saying. But let's cut right to what is at the top of my list. It gets the prize this week for the saddest, lowest moment of America in 2022. And that would be the hearings for Supreme Court Justice, the next one, which is Judge... Brown Jackson. You know, it was so ironic and it was so humiliating. And I don't know why our president of the United States, along with, you know, dear old uh, white supremacist himself, McConnell, did not stop his party from exhibiting such a horrific, horrific behavior. Here we're supposed to be the bastion of democracy. And this woman, Judge Brown Jackson, um, it, you know, I, I nodded up in my throat. I couldn't watch it anymore. I couldn't take it. You know, what is she supposed to be? The complicit, you know, yes, okay, take it. Because she didn't want to be that one, that exceptional black woman and tell them which way is up because then she'd become the angry black woman? Enough for me, absolutely enough. And I know she 
is probably the most qualified on the entire Supreme Court right now. But damn, you know, it just made me feel like, is it really worth it to endure this? Moving on, but you know what? It's hers because she had to put up with assholes. Her skill level, her intelligence. I mean, yeah, yeah, she deserved it because Ted Cruz, um, all you folks from Mississippi, I know Karen Hunter referred to them as the Boss Hall Crew, and she hit the nail on the head with that. All of you go kick rocks because you're all foul. You're all a bunch of backward hicks. And that's why it looks bad for America. You know, the place that you're supposedly in love with, you do a disservice to America. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Moving on. If it didn't get any worse, didn't, didn't Clarence Thomas end up in the hospital with supposedly a lung infection? And they say that they didn't know when he would be out and he was being treated with antibiotics. And they made a point of saying, well, you know, you know, um, he's 73 years old. Yet, you know, he's not in the best of health. And I said, that's odd. He's only 73 and they're already giving him this well, not long. But then it came out that his wife was at the January, January 6th planning and was outright mad and angry. And then it gets worse. They found text messages. They got her text messages. And she is implicated up to her nose, really up to her eyeballs, in the January 6th Capitol riot. I should say, uh, uh, apparently, you know, what they were really trying to do was have a coup. And then there were other text messages that said, well, from, you know, Trump's inside goons, We're going to take this to the Supreme Court. And then it became obvious to me while and what was going on with uh, Clarence Thomas. Lay low, lay low, lay low. Right, Clarence? Nah. Maybe it's time for you to step down, for you to resign. You don't have to do the whole lifetime appointment thing because your wife has taken you out of this. Right. So it looks like Biden will probably get two um, judges on the court, which with the Clarence Thomas removal, which, you know, I know there's more to come. And I know he doesn't want to get impeached. He really doesn't. He should just go. It would change the balance of power in the Supreme Court. One can only pray and hope, right? So all we can do is pray and hope. Yeah, but just low lives, low lives, low lives. You know, and you wonder what happens to these people like a Clarence Thomas. You wonder how they can go to a place of just so much enlightenment and light, to a place of darkness and anger and lies and rage. It's just, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. And I never got over the whole uh, Anita Hill thing because he did that. He he sexually harassed that woman. He did it and then had the audacity to say it was a high tech lynching. You know, just what happened? 
But, you know, maybe his love affair with, you know, lightness that took him into the darkness is about to run its course on him. We'll see, right? We'll see. Can you imagine if he had a black wife doing the madness and the hijinks that his white wife does? <laughs> he would have pulled her aside a long time ago. But, you know, he just can't help himself. He cannot help himself. Kind of reminds me of uh, Samuel Jackson's character in Django. God, he even looks like him. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I don't wish anyone bad health. I hope he has a speedy recovery and that, you know, he's well. But you do need to resign. It's just so much going on. So much going on. Gas is now, it's official. Gas is $7 a gallon. Yep. Yep, it's just, uh, what do we do with that? What do we do with, what are we doing with that? And I don't think we're done. I really don't. You know, maybe people will start eating less, which is maybe not a bad idea. Maybe we'll cut down, you know, all of the frivolous things that we, we say we have to have, but we really don't. And we'll shift back to... Um, a more basic, a more simpler, a more fulfilling uh, way of living. Slow it down a bit. And just really enjoy the fact that, you know what? We could be in Ukraine. You know what? We could be in the Sudan. You know what? We could be somewhere um, in the Middle East, like Afghanistan, where supposedly, or Yemen, where poverty um, and hunger is just like right at their front steps. So maybe we'll do some things differently. Really differently. You know, I, I wanted to ask a question and um, take a little tally or a poll. And you can go to at Colette Barris on Twitter. Do you really think that uh, we should, meaning the U.S., as a NATO partner, should help keep the air uh, air clean above, or should say free in Ukraine? Or should more of the other NATO, aka the European Union, shouldn't they have to jump in? I mean, why are you scared to poke your toe in the water? Didn't the Second World War happen in your part of the neck of the woods? Yeah, right. Seems like to me you'd want to step up. You want to make sure that it would be truly never again. I don't know what, what do you think we're supposed to do? You know, hand you a cookie? Come on, step up to the plate. Step up to the plate. Do what's right. Do what's right. I'm trying to find something that makes the soul dance and to be happy in a diversion. Yet, something fulfilling and meaningful and not just something edgy and, you know, ooh, you know, because we know that when you have those edgy, you know, I'm just taking it all the way out things, they're all being led by algorithms that look for reactions that generate your interest to them. And maybe that's what's wrong with us in terms of community. We don't need an algorithm. We need to go back to something giving us a sense of wholeness 
of fulfillment, of showing inclusion to all of our parts and not being edgy and destructive. And that being something that advertisers say, okay, yeah, I got it, because those algorithms drive how they program and market. What kind of bullshit is that? What kind of bullshit is that? It just seems so, mm, so in the spectrum, so aphasic. Oh, wait a minute. But maybe there's something to that. Hmm, right? Who's that person that, a couple of them, that claim that they are in the spectrum? Hmm, you see where I'm going with this, people? You know, I want to encourage you to kind of remember what the past was, particularly those folks who came up in the 60s, I should say in the 70s, 80s, and yeah, and even the 60s and going forward. What's missing with us? What is it? We're missing our village. We're missing our community. Because you know what? It's been traded out by algorithms that say edgy, edgy. And in terms of algorithms, you know they have algorithms named after the following? Um, supply and demand. Conquer. Attack. I kid you not. In terms of how the information is projected out to us as consumers. And it's really bad on social media. Wow. Nevertheless, I took one breath and went for it. And now we're at the end. And remember what I always, always want to say to you. Be well, health and happiness. But remember, the story is never told. And I mean never. Until the lion is the hunter. And the hunter is not. Baby, we got to say it again. The lion is the hunter. And the hunter is not. This has been a brown bear, Reggie Vallon, Don Carter, Pat Bolton, and Bev Riley production. Oh, and don't forget Karen Bennett. Bye-bye. Also, feeling down, want that old school feeling of community? Read the book that will change the way you see things right now. Claretta Street by Colette Bears in bookstores everywhere. Woo